Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And I'm Ozzy. In this episode, we will be doing some rapid reviews, and we will be discussing our most anticipated films of 2017. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Ozzy, how are you doing? I am exhausted, man. It's been a crazy month, like I said that last episode, and it just keeps getting crazier. Yeah, man. It is um, definitely crazy, <laughs> and it's um, getting really interesting right now with... Um, we are working with a new audio setup right now, and we're trying to figure it all out, and man, it is um, a little intimidating, but... I'm, I'm excited. You know what? This just proves that Screenfellas is getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's, it's great. It's yeah. great. Oh, for real. Definitely. Definitely. Um, all right. Man, we're going to do a new segment today. A rapid reviews. Because you know what? We have seen three movies since our last episode. And um, in theaters, that is. And we wanted to review all three of them. But we also wanted to talk about, because we're getting to the end of the year, this is our last episode of 2016. That's Damn. crazy. That is that is crazy. Um, but because of that, we want to talk about our most anticipated films of 2017. So to fit it all into this last episode of 2016, we decided we were going to kind of burn through these reviews as quickly as possible. So we're trying to stick to um, about five minutes per movie. So that's between the two of us. So that will be pretty quick, um, especially if you have heard our reviews before. You know that that is pretty quick for us. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. All right. So we are going to start. Um, so people at home, try to kind of keep us to our word and time us here. We are going to start with the first movie that we saw, Why Him? Ozzy, quick thoughts. What were your thoughts on Why Him? This is my second to third favorite comedy of the year. You haven't decided yet? I haven't decided yet, but it's it's up there. I really like this. I had a bunch of fun with this movie. Mm -hmm. um, this is honestly a Christmas movie I could just pop in and just watch this for good laughs. Yeah. I think it was I think it was so funny. Um the stand up performances by me were Keegan Michael Key who played Gustav. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was, was so great. great. Um and James Franco. James Franco was really good as well. Dude, James Franco is so good. People underestimate him as an actor, but man, he is great and this is a prime example. Um and to me, he he was kind of like when he was on the screen I was engaged. I was like, "Yes, this is great. He has given his given this performance his all." Um it was some of the other stuff that kind of lost me along the way. Some of the more dramatic stuff didn't quite make sense with the character motivations. That's what kind of lost me. Mm -hmm. But um, every time James Franco was on the screen. And then watch out for this girl. Do you remember her name, the lead actress? Yes. Um, Zoe Dutch. Um, uh, she was uh, Brian Cranston's daughter. Yes. Am I correct? Yeah. Um, she, I, I, there's something there. I think, I really think this girl is talented and we need to keep our eye on her and her career. Definitely. I agree. I think she did. I think she does a great job. I think, I know a lot of you guys are surprised. You guys are just like, oh, what about Brian Cranston and all that? Yeah. He had his moments. He was good. He was good. But I, I don't think he was um, definitely someone who was 
a star out yeah. person. I think he did good. Mm-hmm. I think I think him and uh, James Franco worked well off of each other. Yeah. But James 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 Franco really like surprised me when it comes from working with Brian Cranston. He really surprised me mm-hmm. because to me James Franco kind of stole the show. As yeah, long definitely. as uh, Keegan Keegan uh, Key, I mean um, he just did such a yeah. good job as Gustav. I can't even get over <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, do you have any like big negatives that really stood out to you? Sometimes I think they. They think they try to overdo some of the jokes sometimes. Like I yes. think, I, th- I think some of the jokes became repetitive. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that sometimes James Franco tended. I mean, I know I just complimented complimented him, but I think that sometimes he overacted. Okay, that's interesting. Um, overall, he had a great performance, but there was sometimes where he overacted. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. I it think it takes a while to wrap up. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me because yes. it did take a while to wrap up. We were, they were struggling to really tie everything together with loose ends. And yeah. I was like, okay, definitely we need to pick this up. Um, I would, I would also agree with that point. And then also, this is something, this isn't necessarily like a cinematic negative, but it's a more personal thing. I was on Brian Cranston's side pretty much the entire time. And it was really like, honestly, as great as a performance it was from James Franco, I hated his character as a person. I really did. Until the end when they kind of tried to redeem it, but in my opinion, it didn't even work. I don't know. For me personally, I'm just saying he, I did not like him. No, and I understand, um, from, I understand because I was just like, I mean, he has every right to feel the way that he does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm just like, I mean, he's, he's fine. And I understand why the, why the, uh, why they would be more inclined to liking him. Mm-hmm. Cause at least he's stable. At least yeah. he's financially stable. Yeah. But when it comes to like professionalism and uh-huh. really like showing, like, you know, trying to really get into a family, you really wasn't there. Yeah, I, I definitely feel you there. Um, all right, r- let's rate this movie, and then we'll move on to um, Sing. So, what is your rating for Why Him? Solid seven. Same, man. I was at a seven. <laughs> this is the second episode in a row we've been on the same page with the first movie. That's great. All right, seven out of ten. So you heard it from Screenfellows right here. All right, moving on in our rapid review segment to Sing. Um, Ozzy, what were your thoughts on Sing? Guys, Singh continues to prove that Kubo is still my number one movie. <laughs> it's still my number one animated feature. It took feature. you a while to get there, but I appreciate it once you got there. That's great. Um, Singh is a movie that you don't need to run out to see. Mm-hmm. It's, the voice cast is... I think the voice cast is, is a positive. Mm-hmm. So I'll give it that. I think that's my first positive. I think the voice cast is pretty good. I think for the music... Um, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I think that they tried, I think they had a good premise, mm-hmm. but it just wasn't executed to its full potential. I agree. And the funny thing is, I got about three quarters of the way through this movie, maybe like a third of the way through this movie, and I was thinking, man, I'm really enjoying this. I really like this. I like these characters for the most part. There's no like standout character, and that is a negative. There's no character that really stands out as like, that's our main character, you know? There's yeah. a bunch of, it almost feels like the movie's made up of side characters, but I didn't necessarily hate that, you know? Um, and then, and I really love the music and stuff like that, obviously, and the voice acting was phenomenal, in my opinion. But... the whole movie is building to this singing competition and I don't think the actual competition or whatever it is the concert hits the mark I think it misses and to me that really drags down the movie because if what you're if what the entire movie is building to does not land 
then that's that's kind of the point, you know? So, uh, to me, that's what really drives this movie down. And uh, like you said, I, it's got a great premise, and I don't think – I think it misses just because the ending does not work to its full potential. I like that you said that because I see a lot of wasted potential, especially with the way this movie ends. Definitely. It was sort of a disappointment, the, yeah. you know, disappointing ending. Yeah. Um. My problem with the with the storylines, I feel like they try to add so much in there at the same time. Like I didn't have a like I didn't mind having so many side characters, but it, it comes conflicting yeah. when you try to add so much in there. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my biggest negatives is that mouse. Yeah, he was Wild kinda, was yeah. like he did not match. Uh-huh. any of the personalities that and he was somebody I'm just like why is he in this movie like he I mean, does I not need to be there I didn't hate him but it, and I do agree it just felt like why is he here you know um, so I, I'm definitely with you there um, do you have anything else that really stands out in this movie? I mean, that's the thing. And this is the, what our written review by Brianna, who writes for our website, she wrote that this is kind of just a not a memorable movie. And I think that's kind of a fair assessment. But like, like I said, I just, I really did like most of this movie and I was enjoying myself watching the movie and that's what I will give it. But then I just don't think it gets all the way there. And like I said, with the character thing at the beginning and... Um, some of the humor just does not land, but some of it really does. So that's, it was pretty hit and hit or miss with the humor as well. Um, do you have anything else? No, man, that's it for me. What do you want to rate this movie? Oof, are this? I am at a 6.2 out of 10. Dude, we're really, we're, I'm really close. Okay. Really close. I'm at like a 6. I'm at like, honestly, okay. a solid 6. Sweet, sweet. Dude, we're, we're, we're on the same page right now. We're, we're really vibing. <laughs> People are going to think, like, what did you get a room? And I'm just like, okay, well, I mean, we are in my room right now. So. <laughs> anyway, all right. Let's move on to the third movie in our rapid review segment. And we are making great time right now. And ironically, th- er, this is is going to be the probably the quickest because I'm the only one who saw this movie. Yes. <laughs> you did not see it. Um, busy. I was busy. Yes. My rear view mirror got fixed finally. Oh, you got it fixed. That's great. Well, actually, we got a new one. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Nice. I didn't need to get a new, I didn't need to get a new, you know, whole windshield yeah. over here. So shout out yeah. to my dad. Thanks. All right. <laughs> this is exactly what the people want to hear. Anyway. Hey, man. I actually record, I actually told him about Sing Street because oh, he was nice. listening to the other episode. You guys need to check the movie out, by the way. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we will, I will get to my review of Hidden Figures. That is the movie I will be talking about. I actually just saw this movie today, the day of a recording, and it's pretty fresh in my mind. And let me say, I went to go see this with my mom. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then um, she absolutely loved this movie. And I really did like this movie. I really did. Um, it struggles with a very kind of cheesy and corny script at times. There are some lines in here where I'm just like, really? Like, honestly, Kevin Costner says at one point, and this is not really spoilery, it's like, at NASA, we all pee the same color. I'm just like, that was the cheesiest line you possibly could have come up with (laughs) and like i mean i get it why it's there but it just was really cheesy um and that's kind of the script as a whole there are really moments where i'm just like okay who wrote this (laughs) um but the great thing is and this is this speaks volumes the performances kind of power through a weaker script they really power through um 
Octavia Spencer, is that who it was? It was in this movie. Um, mm-hmm. She was fantastic. Kevin Costner was solid. Um, and then... <laughs> I, he was I'm, solid! I mean, I'm not like a huge Kevin Costner guy, especially these days. Um, hold on. I'm pulling up the cast list right now. Should have done this before. My bad. But, um, like I said, the performances really do shine through. And um, Octavia Spencer, I was correct there, it, she was fantastic. I... I'm a little surprised she's getting some of the nominations. Um, Taraj P. Henson, she she has moments where you could tell that the script was really, really weighing her down. And I was like, man, come on. Like the, it, it was just really rough points in the movie for her where she wasn't given necessarily much to work with. Okay. And, and it was really frustrating. And then she has a scene in particular and really a couple moments throughout the film. But there's one scene where I'm like, that... She she deserves some nods for this movie. I mean, she was really good at points in this movie. And I think because of the weaker script, it's going to hold her back from getting any sort of nomination and the fact that it's a pretty difficult field this year with Best Lead Actress. But the one who really stood out to me was Janelle Monet. I believe she's gotten a couple critic nominations. And mm-hmm. to me, I know we've been seeing Octavia Spencer and Janelle Monet kind of battle it out in between themselves with um, this movie and which who's getting awarded. To me, it's Janelle Monet who deserves it. She was amazing in this movie. I really did lo- love her character. I bought into her. I cared about her. She was the side. Like, there was a really oh, interesting side story with her and trying to become an engineer. Um, and... I really, like, I was invested in that. And for me to be that invested in a side character and a side story, that speaks volumes to her performance. Definitely. Um, so I really did like that. Again, I didn't love the soundtrack in this movie, but, and there was some humor that just really, just, it's not targeted at me, to be honest. It's just not. And, but some of the humor really does work. And some of the more subtle humor works for me. It's the kind of over-the-top stuff that didn't work as much for me. Um, but... Uh, there were a little bit, and speaking of which, there were a little bit of awkward moments with kind of balancing the drama and the humor in mm-hmm. the movie. Um, so it, it's interesting. It's interesting. They did struggle with that balance and you know, with that tone a little bit, but overall, I did really like this story, and it's a touching story. Um, and I'll, I'll round it all back and complete the circle here with the performances are really what elevate this movie to that good level. And that is why I'm going to give this movie a 7.7. I wow. really like this movie. Really do. Okay. So that, my friends, was rapid reviews. So now we are through three reviews in 14 minutes about so wow that's actually we beat our record yeah we actually had a set time of 15 minutes guys <laughs> <laughs> pretty impressive um, if i do say so myself all right so now we are going to move on to um something that i'm pretty excited to talk about to be honest right now um our most anticipated films of 2017 and this is this is gonna be blockbuster, guys. So like, don't those uh, of you guys yeah. who were just like, oh, what about the Oscar notes for 2017? Those aren't out yet. You exactly. don't know yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's harder to make. Number one, it's harder for us to put like those kind of movies on our most anticipated because look, we're just I'm not I'm plugged into movie news, but I'm not like that plugged into where I know like, oh, this director has a movie coming out. This is a movie to watch out for. You know, this far out. Now, when we get to our half point waypoint, I remember. Um, when we got to, when we did our most anticipated for the second half of 2016, do you remember that episode? Yeah, definitely. That, 
Um, that was interesting because we had some Oscar, we had a lot of Oscar stuff on there. I believe I had Hexar Ridge on there. I had Lava Land on there. I had Sing Street or Silence on there. So, um, still haven't seen Silence by the way. I, we really need to get Miles on here to talk about it, but I don't want to because I don't want to know anything. But anyway, all right. So again, this is going to be pretty much blockbusters. I have one smaller movie that I think is going to really confuse you right off the bat. Um, but you want to start off? Let's start off with your now. number 10. Um, my number 10 is. Alien Covenant. That's now, on my list, but pretty much higher, so go for it. All right, the reason why this isn't as high on my list, but mm-hmm. is high on my list, is because I'm not really... This whole... When it comes to Predator and Alien, I'm not really a huge fan of the franchise. I think it's, I think it has a interesting mythology, mm-hmm. so I'm interested. And this movie does a great job of really grabbing me in. The trailer? The trailer yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. The trailer does a really good job of really... Like getting me in there and really wanting to know more mm-hmm. about the mythology, so I'm excited. Mm-hmm. You explained to me that Ridley Scott directed the first one and everything. I think I think we saw the the first one in your dorm. Oh yeah, the first and, one. It's a cinematic masterpiece. It's yeah, one of the, the first best one, horror yeah. movies of all time. Yeah, and the first one was actually really good. So mm-hmm. I'm interested to see you know where like how it's yeah. evolved and and everything. So I'm 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 interested. I think I think it could be a really good film, and I think it could be the best. Mm-hmm. It has definitely has a chance of being the best of 2017. It definitely has a chance of actually being the best blockbuster of 2017 as okay. well. So. All right. Um, yeah, I will. I have a question for you when we get to it on my list. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So my number ten, and this is the one that is probably going to confuse you because I don't think you. I don't even know if you've heard of the first one of this movie. Okay. To be honest, I, that will be interesting. Train Spotting Two. What? Have uh, you ever heard of Train Spotting? No. Okay. <laughs> On Netflix, it's a dark comedy, very, very dark comedy about these guys who are addicted to heroin. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> and it is, it's one of those movies that I watched once and I don't know if I'll ever watch it again because it's so freaking dark, but it is amazing. It is one of, it, it's one of the best comedies I've probably ever seen. And it's, it's just so good. <laughs> the, and it stars Ewan McGregor. So I don't know if that pulls you in a little bit. Okay. Ewan McGregor. And um, basically, he's this guy who is fighting an addiction. And it gets really weird at times, but it's also really amazing. Um, and the director and the entire, I believe the entire original cast is coming back. And this movie was shot in like 97 or something, like in the wow. 90s. So they're coming back. I'm very excited for this movie um, because Ewan McGregor, I, I always want to see him in more things. Um, even if the only thing I've seen him in recently is our kind of traitor. <laughs> um, oh, boy. Yeah, but um, I'm very excited for this movie just because um, I really do like the director and i really do like the writer so it's just i'm i'm excited to get back to that kind of movie because um it, it's it's a good movie you really it's on that train spotting is on netflix i really recommend it it's really good so check it out if you haven't all right all right all right ozzy your number nine my number nine is john wick chapter two that is not on my list did you see the first yes, one? Yes, okay. I did. The first one for me is one of the best action movies mm-hmm. of 2014. It was one of the best, and it was one of the most shocking. Like, I didn't expect it to be that good, mm-hmm. and it was that good. Because I remember the trailer came out, everybody was like, really, John Wick, like, uh, John, um, Keanu Reeves is just going to fight somebody because they killed his puppy. Like, really? And mm-hmm. then the movie came out, I was like, 
Well, it looks pretty good. So, yeah. um, I mean, I'm I'm really excited for this movie. I think the first one was really great. Yeah, I love the first one. I'm excited to see um, the the second one. I think the second one has a lot of potential. Uh-huh. Um, we have a great cast coming back. Keanu Reeves uh, leading it, and then we actually have him co-starring with. Um, I forgot what the co-star's name is. Um, we just saw him actually in. Um, you're blanking on his name. I'm bl- I always blank on these names, but we actually saw him in Passengers. He was a he was a cam. He had a cameo on Passengers. Oh, you know what uh, I'm talking about? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, uh, you're talking about Forrest Whitaker. No, no, uh, not Forrest Whitaker. Oh, Come on, yeah, man. I'm blanking. I don't know. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm gonna look it up right now. <laughs> so we I sound like idiots right now. I don't <laughs> care. Um, yeah, I with with John Wick. Lawrence I, Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, Lawrence, I always get yes, those two confused. Yes, That's what yeah. it is. All right, Lawrence Fishburne. Jeez, I, again, we sound like idiots. Second week in a row. Um, <laughs> anyway, or second episode in a row. But yeah, John Wick. I really did love the first one. It's one of the best action movies we've seen in years. years. Definitely. Um, but like. I don't know. It's it's very stylized. I'm not a huge fan of kind of stylized action, but the way this movie is, I, I really was. Look, don't get me wrong. A huge fan of John Wick. I didn't love the trailer. That's what's holding me back. I really wasn't a fan of the trailer. A lot of, a lot of people weren't a fan of the first trailer either, yeah. but it was still so good. Yeah, I, I know. I'm just, for me, I was like, I, the trailer didn't kind of get me back into the mood for like, oh man, I need to see John Wick too, you know? I understand, I understand. So, that, I don't know, that's my thing. Anyway, um, my number nine, is that what we're on? Yes. yes. Is Wonder Woman. What? Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I have no DC film. Okay, that's fair. I have no DC film on my top ten. I'm not going to condemn you for that. I'm really not because, <laughs> look, uh, Suicide Squad was my second most anticipated film, or maybe it was my most anticipated film. I think it was it was one or two, okay? It was one or two, my uh, most anticipated film of 2016. And it let me down hard. It let me down so hard. I was so disappointed by that movie. And um, Batman vs. Superman is on my favorites list. Spoilers for the last episode. Sorry if you missed it. Um, I love moments in that movie. I really do. There are a lot of things I love about it. It's not a great film. It's not even a good film. But I really love moments in that movie. And Zack Snyder's not directing this one, so that's a plus at this point and um i really do love these trailers and that's the one thing like i only loved the first wonder woman trailer or no the first suicide squad trailer the the rest of them i was like yeah but i still was really looking forward to the movie because of the talent involved this one i've been pretty impressed by everything we've seen from it all the set all the pictures all the um video that we've seen from this the trailer i really love um and it's it's definitely different. It's a different direction, I feel like. And it almost feels like this is going to be kind of their first Avenger. And I'm really looking forward to this. I And the thing is, Wonder Woman was the best part of Batman vs. Superman for a lot of people. So to have an entire movie on that, I don't think that's a bad thing. DC has completely have me at, 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 <laughs> at against the wall right now. I yeah. am... I have no faith in their films at this point. I just, I have no faith. I'm going to see it because I have to. <laughs> and I know I would have seen, seen it anyways because, you know, it's something I want to be a part of. But I'm not, and I know that sounds so wrong, but it's something that, um, you know, I have to know what I'm talking about here. Yeah. Um, so if, if, even if I didn't have the show, you know, I would have to see it because, you know, if I'm going to be comparing MCU to DCU, uh, you know, I have to see them mm-hmm. both. But this movie, the trailer is good. Mm-hmm. 
But you know what was also good? Yeah. Age of Extinction. Okay. Where did that get us? Yeah, okay, that's fair. <laughs> um, Suicide Squad. Again, su- the tra- I actually, I loved the trailers for Suicide Squad. I remember okay. showing my friends, I'm like, dude, we have got to see this movie. Mm-hmm. And I showed them all the show. Like, dude, like, we're on board. Where did that get me? Mm-hmm. Um. I really liked Man of Steel from what I saw. I still like. I still really like Man of Steel. I just okay. I need to see it again because I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did not thinking about it. I really, I really did not like Superman and and uh, Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm at a loss of words right now. I really don't know what to say. <laughs> really, yeah. Uh, so I'm not really Look, looking I'm, forward to any DC like film said, coming out. Not, at this point. I'm not going to condemn you. And to me. This is, as opposed to what, like, um, with Suicide Squad, where I was like, man, I can't wait for this movie. This is almost kind of like my last hope for DC. Because I'm not, I'm looking forward to Justice League just because it's Justice League. But I'm not, like, really anticipating it, you know. Because uh, Batman vs. Superman let me down um, as a film, you know. So, uh, this is my last hope. This is, like, can this movie get DC back on track? That's what I'm really hoping for. And I, I really am very much looking forward to this movie okay okay all right your number nine eight eight my number eight is kong skull island Mm -hmm. i don't know if i made it on your list or not no wow the second trailer really ruined it for me too much john c Riley. way too much john c (laughs) Riley. um i'm excited for this movie because one tom hiddleston and brie larson (laughs) great cast come on come on samuel jackson Mm -hmm. come on now guys we (laughs) john goodman John Goodman. Come on, guys. We got a great cast here. Mm-hmm. We got a great cast. And this is this is um, their introduction of King Kong. I am excited because we haven't seen this character in years. And they're making him huge. They made him huge, man. I am excited because now we can finally get. Because I remember, I remember talking about this in elementary school. I used to be like, yo, who would win, King Kong or Godzilla? Now we're one step closer to finding out. Mm-hmm. I'm excited, and I think this movie can. I think this movie is going to be great, and I think this movie has the potential to be everything that Godzilla wasn't. The newer one wasn't. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. I think this, I think it's going to be a great movie, and it could be the best of that year. I don't think it's going to win top box office though, but I do think it has the chance to be one of the best um, blockbusters of 2017. All right, definitely, definitely. All right, man. Um, I, I, like I said, I just wasn't a fan of that second trailer, and it really, really killed it for me. <laughs> it really did. All right, my number eight is Spider-Man: Homecoming. I have a feeling this is probably going to be a little higher on your list. Yeah, just a little okay. bit, just a little bit. Okay, like a little bit enough to talk about it now, or it's you... actually my number seven. So yeah, we can okay, talk about yeah, that. let's talk about it then. All right, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Very much looking forward to it. I didn't, to be honest, didn't love the trailer as much as some people seem to. But I really did like it. I'm interested in the high school vibe. I am definitely very happy um, about the casting for the villain. Um, And I think Tom Holland is a great, great Spider-Man. I really do. From what we've seen, I know it was a small sample size, but from what we've seen, 
very excited for Tom Hiddleston or Tom Hiddleston, <laughs> Tom, <laughs> Tom Holland, Holland, Tom Holland yeah. as Spider Man. Um, yeah, man, I completely agree with you, hundred percent. Captain America: Civil War. I was I was actually watching that on Netflix. Uh huh. I don't know if you knew that. Now they have it on Netflix now. Oh, do they? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They I have it on Netflix. I, I was shocked to see it. Um, so that, sorry about the size. Sorry, but I was watching it yesterday on Netflix, and I was mm-hmm. like, wow, like he's actually really good at Spider Man. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see. What I'm excited to see this character again mm-hmm. on the big screen, even though I just saw him last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I hope this is the last reboot that we get of him for a while. I mm-hmm. hope we actually, you know, progress from here on out. But this is a great, I hope, but this is a great introduction story to him. I think this is a great, unique way because we actually, you know, we're past him getting bit by the spider. Mm-hmm. So I. I think this is going to be great. I think this is going to be a great movie. Michael Keaton being in this movie is fantastic. Yes. It's going to be fantastic. Well. Um, yeah. And I'm also excited to see a little Spider-Man and Iron Man team up in here. You know, mm-hmm. I've seen, I've read it. I've read, I've seen some of it in the comics. It's pretty cool stuff when they team up. So. Oh, definitely. Definitely excited to see them team up in, in, in on screen. So. I'm excited, bro. I'm yeah. excited. <laughs> uh, me too. Me too. I, I really am. I, I just, and again, it goes back to the trailer. I didn't love it as much as some people do. That's my own problem. That's my own problem. But okay. I liked it. I really did like it. All right. So you already said your number seven in Spider-Man Homecoming. So I will go to my number seven. Curious to see if this made your list. Beauty and the Beast. No. Wow. The trailer, I'm not impressed by this trailer. Okay. I'm not in love with this trailer, to be honest with you. Okay. Uh, All right. It it might be with Lumiere, because Lumiere's accent is kind of a little bit off for me. But I'm just like, okay. I don't know. All right. Just a fair warning when we do talk about this movie. I feel like Ozzy is going to be really hard on this movie. Just we were in, look, we were in this play in high school. Okay. So, (laughs) no, but that's not, that's not why I'm, that's not why I'm going to be hard on it. It's it's the animated, it's the animated. I'm thinking about the animated version because the animated version was so good. I know, but it's going to be hard, but I don't think it's fair to compare it to an animated classic. I don't know. Just saying. Anyway. Anyway. It's hard. All right. I, I am going to say that this movie, um, I love the casting in this movie. I love it. Emma, Emma Watson is perfect casting for Bella. Perfect. And I, unlike a lot of people who seem to have a problem with the way the Beast looks, I don't mind the way the Beast looks. I thought he actually looks fine. Um, and But to be honest, I've never been like a huge fan of judging how something looks based on a picture that comes out before the movie. Um, but I, I really do love it. I love the fact that they're going to do a lot of the original music um, from the from the animated one that we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. And I really um, I love the way this it looks looks gorgeous. And I really feel like they're going to kind of try to be respectful from to the original, just like in, in the way Cinderella was, where it was very respectful to the original animated classic, but it kind of went its own direction at times. And I think that's going to be a hard for a lot of people to get over. But I think it'll work for this movie's benefit. Not, I'm really looking forward to this movie. Yeah, man. I mean, I, th- I do think that the Beast looks a little bit funny just because okay. of the CGI. But I do think that they respected what he looked like yeah. from the animated movie. Exactly. I will give him that. I will give him that. All right. Your number six, Ozzy. My number six. I'm interested to see if this is actually on your list. Okay. Maybe, maybe you forgot about it All right. because it's it's going to be late in the year, 2017, but Thor Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. Dude, my list. You know it. <laughs> that is actually my number six. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> wow. So um, let's talk about it, man. Thor Ragnarok. I mean, first of all, it's Thor. This is he's arguably the least liked Avenger by the, uh-huh. by the, by the general public, but I don't mm-hmm. understand why. He is. Chris Hemsworth portrays Thor so 
great, first of all. And I love, I like Thor. I'm not a huge fan of the first one, but I really, I did like Thor. Mm-hmm. And I, and if you guys listen to our show, you and you guys know that Carlos and I will defend the second one. Um, so yes. yeah, yeah, we will defend the second one. You know um, that we are defenders <laughs> of the Thor movies in general, and especially of Thor: The Dark World. Yes. So that being said, very much looking forward to the second or the third one, especially since it's going to be a Thor and Hulk team up. Yes. Arguably the two strongest beings in the MCU oh, it's as be so of late. Great. I. Am excited. I, to me, I just picture like all the Thor and Hulk moments in um, the Avengers movies in my head. I'm just like, yes, all of that. Um, the entire movie of that, don't mind it. And then also, um, the director, uh, Takito Mokiti or whatever, however you say his name, um, I've heard amazing things about him. I actually haven't seen. I don't think I've seen any of his movies, but I have heard amazing things, and I've been trying to find. Um, uh, what's that movie called? Oh man, I'm blanking on the name. Um, what we do in the shadows or something like that. Yeah. It's like this comedy slash horror type thing. And I've heard amazing things about it. It was on a lot of people's top 10 lists the year it came out. And I've been trying to find it and I can never find it anywhere, but I really want to find it and I really want to watch it. And then hopefully my kind of, um, idea for this movie even goes higher because I love Thor. He's one of my favorite, um, Avengers. Definitely. So, yeah, looking forward fantastic. to this movie, man. It's fantastic, man. Definitely deserves a spot on people's most anticipated lists. I 100% agreed. All right, your number five, Ozzy. My number five is Star Wars Episode Eight. Oh, you know that's hard for me, bro. I already know that's hard for me, <laughs> but I got, I, got, I got stuff in front of me. I got stuff in front of me. Star Wars Episode Seven was a great um, reintroduction for people and just just the people like and fans and in, in general mm-hmm. i mean I, I do i disagree with how they went about it yes okay but i do think that it was overall it was a great story you know we got to know some great characters mm-hmm. we got reintroduced some great characters um so i, I think i'm excited i'm excited to see where ray goes and, and yeah. where and where some other the somewhat some of the other characters go so i'm in i'm i'm intrigued mm-hmm. um this definitely brought me back into into the star wars world um so i'm excited i'm excited to see if if uh if things pick up if we you know if we you know get if there's if the story ends up being different from the overall trilogy so i'm mm-hmm. definitely excited to see where this one goes see the funny thing is which i, I kind of want to save this but you know i have a separate point that i'm going to make for when i talk about it um Funny thing is, people are saying that they're like, "Oh, they, I hope that it's different and deviates from the original trilogy." But yet, everything that anybody can start can't. Everybody's talking about is who's Ray's parents. If you really like, it's like people are talking on both sides of their mouth. They want the big reveal of Ray's parents in this movie, mm-hmm. but they also don't want it to be just like the original trilogy. Pick a side. What What do you want, people? Do you want the Do you want this um, Ray's parents to be a big reveal, or do you want it to be different? Because Episode Five was when we got the big Vader reveal. So that was the second one in the trilogy, you know? So it's just, it's frustrating because when I came out of the movie, honestly, I was like, okay, like, what? Ray doesn't have any, just, like, Ray doesn't have any parents that we know. And then everybody was like, who's Ray's parents? And now I almost feel like they have to make it a big deal I just hope because everyone's made it a big deal. I just deal. hope that, that Luke doesn't die in this movie. Okay. Like Yoda dies. <laughs> I think it's possible. I think thematically it, it's possible, but it, it depends. It honestly depends. I hope he doesn't because. Um, I would like to see him 
in in the overall big battle. Yeah. I think he could be a key element or a key person that brings down the whole entire empire. Yeah, it could be. All right, well, we didn't want this to get into Star Wars theories right now. No, no, It's great. No, yeah. but, it, it, you know, those, those movies do deserve the respect that they have, so oh, I'll give it, I will give it that. All right. What is your number five, Carlos? My number five, Logan. Okay, that's my number four. Oh, sweet, dude. We're, <laughs> we're rolling right now. We're rolling. All right, so, Logan. Ooh, um, that trailer. I mean, that's dude, all you have dude, to say. Dude, that trailer was fantastic. The, the trailer. That's all you have to say. The trailer looks amazing. The only reason this movie is not higher is, number one, they're battling with some tough competition. And number two... I've been we've been fooled by Wolverine movies before. And that's what's holding it back a little bit for me. I'm just a little nervous just because we've been like, fooled by did, Wolverine movies before. Did you not like the last one that came out? I, I didn't hate it. I liked most of it. Um, the end was kind of silly, but I, I liked most of it. I didn't love it though. Okay. Okay. Um, I thought it was good, not great. You know. Okay. Um, so and this one looks great. I hope it reaches its potential, and I hope it reaches what the trailers have been promised. What's really going to make me curious, or what's really making me curious and could put me over the edge to really looking forward to this movie, like all in, is um, if the second trailer is great. Because that first trailer, did they just capture lightning in the bottle? Or does this marketing team know what they're doing? And is this movie really what we're hoping it's going to be? So that that is definitely something to keep an eye on. All right. And that was your number five, correct? No, that's my number four. Oh, your number four. Oh, jeez. All right, so my number four, correct? Yes. Alien Covenant. We already talked about it um, quite a bit. Ridley Scott is back, and um, in multiple senses of the word, uh, because Ridley Scott is back to this franchise, number one, mm-hmm. but also... He is back in the sense of he's making good movies again. We had The Martian in 2015, and coming off The Martian, he is now going back to something, a franchise he created, Alien, and I think that's very telling. He gets his mojo back, and he goes, what am I going to do next? I'm going to go revive the franchise that I built, you know? Definitely. Um, So I'm really looking forward to it. And not only that, is he's bringing it back. So this is the question I have for you. I mentioned it in the beginning. What were your thoughts on Prometheus? I didn't see Prometheus. You've never seen Prometheus. I want to see Prometheus. This movie got me interested in seeing Prometheus because I know this is a sequel to Prometheus. Yeah. So I'm interested in seeing Prometheus. That's why I think that's. I think when you. That's why I asked him. It's like, did they ever explain? Because I've heard that Prometheus explains um, where the where the um, the the. The thing comes out, you know what I'm talking about? Like the, when it attacks the face. The face. Huggers, yeah. yeah, I think it looks like a scarab or something. Yeah, the face huggers. Yeah. yeah, the face huggers. I want to know where those came from. And they said that, it, like, they explain it really well. Uh, like, the origin of the alien yeah. is actually in Prometheus. So I'm to an in- extent. Yeah, so I'm interested to see the origin of of everything. Mm-hmm. So I do I do want to see Prometheus. If yep. I get a chance to see it this year, I'm, I'm going to be excited. I, I'm, you know, I'm going to make it a goal. Mm-hmm. 2017... <laughs> New goals, watch Prometheus. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Prometheus, I, I actually am a, I'm someone who likes it. It was a little bit of a divisive movie. Some people really liked it and some people really didn't. Um, I, I thought it was pretty good. So I, I did like the movie and that's definitely a reason that, um, to me, Prometheus or this movie, Alien Covenant is, a movie for me to look forward to because I did like Prometheus. Um, but again, some people didn't. So that might be holding some people back, but not me. All right. Your number three. My number three is War of the Planet of the Apes. Same page again. War of the Planet Damn. of the Apes, man. Uh, <laughs> or is it War for the Planet of the Apes? Do we know? 
I think it's War of the Planet of the Apes. All right, I mean, sweet. I, could be, I mean, I could be wrong. All right, either way, this movie, I've said it before on this podcast, and I've said it before multiple times, if this movie is good, we have to start considering this one of the best trilogies of all time, because this franchise is so impressive, and the second one was mind-blowingly good. It should have been nominated for Best Picture that year. I'll, yes, I said that. It should have been nominated for Best Picture last year. Andy Serkis should have been nominated for Best Actor, actor that year. He, this this franchise is incredible, and to I'm really interested to see if they wrap up, if they're wrapping up the franchise, or if they're going to try to propel it forward. I think Caesar's dying in this one. I really do. But I'm curious to see as to if that's the case. Is this like the like we're saying? All right, this is a trilogy, or are we going to try to propel it forward? You know, are we going to try to go in the future? Are we going to set it up for maybe? kind of a future one where they come back and like where the astronaut goes to the future you know are we going in that direction really want to know and this one feels looks like a war movie based on that trailer and that trailer is amazing um and i'm down for this war (laughs) i cannot wait for this war to happen definitely man um I, i think he has a huge possibility of dying yeah i would hate the living hell out of this movie if he did <laughs> because i don't want caesar to die like such that. a great character yeah he's we've grown to love caesar mm-hmm. over the last three films so the fact that if you like if he died mm-hmm. i would be pissed i'd be like yo are you kidding me because <laughs> they teased it in this they teased it in the second one yeah they teased it in the second one so i, I would honestly be pissed if, if he uh-huh. did die um but you know, having Woody Harrison play the villain, great call. I'm honestly, excited. I'm, I'm, I was like when I when I first saw, like when I first heard his voice, I was like, what? I was <laughs> like, this, I don't know, man. And then by the end of the trailer, I'm just like, okay, I am sold. Uh, it looks like some of the humans also might be in the apes side here as well. Yeah. So I'm interested. This, I mean, I'm interested, man. Um, definitely interested in this franchise. I definitely agree with you. This might be one of the best trilogies. Of all time. Yeah. Um, Andy Serkis needs to get recognized for his work because it is it is ridiculous. The fact that he can act like an ape <laughs> in the show. But no, but at the same time, yeah. so so much raw emotion. The Academy, what are you guys doing? What are you doing? Come on. All right, fair. Give this guy a break. All right, so that was my number three as well. So, your number two, Ozzy. My number two is Guardians of the Galaxy, which I already know. I already know. He's your number one. <laughs> yep. So, we're just going to save that talk. Oh, yeah. Okay. You want right. to save it? Okay, All sweet. Right, save it. <laughs> All right, so my number two is Star Wars episode eight all right so i already know my number one is making on your list yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry um all right so episode eight uh you know i'm very excited for this movie and this is all i'm gonna say this will and this will push it over the edge for anybody look anybody who doesn't like love the force awakens there if there's one reason for you to love or to be stoked for this movie it is these two words ryan johnson Ryan Johnson is, to me, one of the most talented directors working right now. Um, if you have not seen Looper, you are doing yourself a disservice. It is one of my favorite sci-fi movies ever made, um, starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Bruce Willis. And it is just phenomenal. It is uh, dark. It is gritty. It is violent. It is... Um, 
thought-provoking. It is just an intriguing story. And that is the power of Ryan Johnson. That is what this man is capable of. And to see Star Wars in his hands gives me goosebumps. I cannot wait for Episode Eight because of Ryan Johnson. That's all I have to say. Okay. All right. So we'll talk about your number one first. Okay. So, all right. Say it. (laughs) (laughs) My number one movie is Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell Tales. Yep. Now, guys, if you guys know this podcast, if you guys follow this podcast, you guys know that that is my favorite franchise of all time. Yep. Those of you guys who are entering in this one, this one, this franchise is personal for me. At least the first three, mm-hmm. fourth one, I was disappointed. Yeah, I think it was. I think it. I think that's the forgettable one. But the first three are a part of my childhood. Are a part of who I am. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the first three. So yeah, honestly, I wouldn't because the first one got me involved in acting. That was, was like that's the one that made me want to be an actor. Mm-hmm. Then the rest of them came. I was like, okay, this whole, especially that battle scene with the Flying Dutchman and the Black Pearl in the third one, that made me interested in editing and and filming and mm-hmm. the cinematography and everything. So that whole thing, like. I'm here because of these movies, guys. <laughs> so um, I'm definitely interested in jumping back into, like, I'm excited jumping back into this series. Um, seeing Johnny Depp as Captain Jack Sparrow. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. Come on. It's, it's a given. Um, and then seeing Orlando Bloom back in the series, I'm excited for as well. Those two have always had great chemistry together on screen. And. I just love the the world that the that they really set up in in, in this franchise. Um, Javier Bardem is is going to be playing the villain villain in the fifth one. I am excited. I am excited for this movie. Um, I I hope that this movie shocks a lot of people because it does look it does look great. If it's one thing that these movies have always done is they're always their cinematography is always on point. And you definitely see it in this trailer. So, mm. um, definitely excited for this movie. Um, yeah, dude, I, I don't have that personal thing with this movie, these movies as you do. And I love, I really do like the first one. Second one wasn't never been a huge fan of it. I, I think it's okay. I just never been a huge fan of it. Third one, I love. It's my favorite in the franchise. Fourth one, again, it kind of felt a lot like the first one. And it, it again, it was just kind of just there. So. I'm just, I don't have that attachment with this franchise, number one. And number two, the one thing that this probably would have made my list, if for one thing, I didn't love the trailer, the teaser. Um, You can watch our reaction to it on the (laughs) channel, actually, on our YouTube channel. We did a reaction to it, um, most of the team. I think you were were getting into it. I was loving it. And then the joke at the the end. The last part kind of destroyed and that's as a, that's understandable. I did like there. There are some people who are gonna either like the ending or who are not gonna like the ending mm-hmm. because it's it's set up for something so differently unique. But then, but, but then they add in a little joke in the end. Yeah, it's like um, oh, we're still this franchise, and I'm just like, ah, come on, yeah, I but, almost want it to go full gritty, and you know, no, it's but I don't know, man. To me, that that trailer showed that they're going grittier. Um, but it's it's gonna have it's it's gonna have its a sense of humor to it. Yeah, I mean, I just needed to just, work, and to me that didn't work. I don't know. I don't know. That's I just mean, me personally. I mean, there's. I don't know if you're in the minority there, but um, I don't even know if I'm in the majority here. I'm so I mean, I mean, we could both be equal and equal. Um, but um, who cares what popular opinion is anyway? <laughs> definitely, definitely. But your number one is 
Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Okay, and let's talk about this movie. This uh, movie, this trailer, I absolutely love this trailer. Yeah. Carlos, I'll let you take it away because I know this is your favorite movie of all time. Guardians of the Galaxy is my favorite movie of all time, so making it makes sense that Guardians 2 would be my most anticipated movie of 2017, and it gets more anticipated every time James, every time James Gunn posts anything. Because if you do not follow James Gunn on social media and you are a film fan, you are doing yourself, again, a disservice. Because James Gunn is just incredibly plugged in with with the fans he knows what the fans want he knows how to communicate with the fans and he has communicated so well that this movie he's literally said multiple times that this is his favorite movie he's ever made and he's very honest about his films and his history of films um, about the ones that he doesn't like about the kind of rough points and he's very critical of his own work and he says that this is his favorite movie he's ever made and that baby Groot is his favorite character he's ever made <laughs> and he literally has gone on rants about how people are saying that baby Groot was just made for money and he's literally explained no this was a story reason why he's in this movie um he james gunn i that's that's the thing i trust james gunn so much with this franchise and just in general I cannot wait. <laughs> would you cannot would wait. you want him to direct a an Avengers movie? I I could see that. I don't think he would want to. I don't think he would want to. I would love to see it because I think he it, he works with kind of these characters very well and their inner workings very well, but almost it's almost, it's interesting because I think James Gunn needs a big sandbox and kind of a a wide sandbox to play in. He needs a lot of room to maneuver and he needs to be able to get weird. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Because James Gunn, if you've never seen Slither, weird freaking movie. (laughs) Like, weird, weird freaking movie. And, um, he just, he's that kind of guy. He's, he definitely has his sensibilities that it, it takes a little bit to get used to. But in the Marvel universe and in the Mar- Marvel parameters and a very loose set of Marvel parameters, because it was a set of characters that nobody knew, he was able to create, in my opinion, a brilliant, brilliant comedy action superhero movie. And I, I just believe he'll do it again because, if anything, Marvel is going to understand him even more. Kevin Feige is going to understand him even more and be able to help him and compliment him even more. And same goes with the actors. If you need any proof of that, look at James Batista. I mean, Batista, you know, uh, yeah. he, he he was brilliant in the first one. And, jeez, he looks <laughs> so good in the second one. Um, in that one stinger scene at the end of the trailer. But, Definitely. I'm excited to see the whole cast back. Yeah. It's, it's um, all right. So, any final thoughts on these? Let's see. It looks like a good set of blockbusters coming out. Hopefully, they're not as disappointing as this year. You know what's annoying me? What? Everyone saying, anybody who says that this was a disappointing year for movies, they, they're one of those people who goes and sees five movies in the year. Because that that's ridiculous. This has not been a disappointing year. The blockbusters have been disappointing. Yeah, if you I'm, watch any other movies, this has not been a disappointing year. Yeah, I mean, the blockbusters this year, I'll give you that. Yes, the blockbusters have been, like, for the most part, very disappointing. Which is why I wouldn't... Which is why I wouldn't um, disagree when they when I when I remember like I read like an article last year when I said box enough 
people visiting the theater is actually dropping. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the same for this year, but I wouldn't be surprised. And this is because like the like the summer blockbusters let, has been letting people down yeah. as of late. But other than that, I mean, you guys are missing Oscar movies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you guys, you guys are missing. Not like, really. you, guys, you guys are missing. Our, for those of you guys who have not seen Arrival again, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Go see it. Those of you guys who have not seen seen Sing Street. What are you doing? It's on Netflix. Is that people fingertip now? Watch guys, the freaking movie. Guys, there are, there, there are movies I can moonlight. I was actually talking to my, again, I'm, I'm giving you another shout out, Jakia. Um, <laughs> um, she, she's interested to see Moonlight. And I was like, girl, I'll buy you that DVD. Like, what you like well, as soon as it comes on DVD, I'll buy it for you. Yeah. Like, 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 there were some great movies out there that people just don't take advantage of and yeah. it is ridiculous um people just go out there pe- a lot and this is a problem with people nowadays people just go out for this for the summer for the big block blockbuster thing and then they go out there and they get disappointed because you know they 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 say oh well i paid my money for this type of movie well it's just like dude i mean you shouldn't just pay your money for that type of movie yeah. you should go and pay your money to something that's also great i mean if you want a work of art film mm-hmm. go Go, this is, the, you know, these these movies are going to be my recommendation here. Go see Moonlight. Moonlight yeah. is a beautiful film dealing with a guy, dealing with a dealing with a young man, trying to figure out who he is, mm-hmm. why the why he is the way he is. It's such a great film. Um, definitely a coming of age film too. Just the way it's told. Captain Fantastic deals with parenting mm-hmm. um deals with the flaws of of you know just accepting that when it comes to parenting in this film um you know you accepting that you know maybe my my the way of parenting isn't great mm-hmm. and it gets you thinking after the movie arrival sci-fi and this, this is something you said that i 100 percent agree with sci-fi at its purest mm-hmm. you know t- taking that alien invasion aspect and making it so original and really making it about a communication mm-hmm. film and really um, trying to understand a language. Yeah. That was such a great, great thing about Arrival. Guys, you really need to stop checking out these blockbusters. I mean, I have to, like, stop spending your money on these blockbusters and really check out some of these other films because you're missing out on a lot of heart, mm-hmm. missing out on a lot of... Um, Things. I mean, people. I mean, I've learned stuff just from movies this year. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Definitely. So it's, it's these films are so good. Those of you guys who are just missing out, guys, get go on Netflix. Sing Street is on there. Um, rent it at at a Redbox or whatever. I don't know what you guys are gonna do, but just do it, man. Yeah. These movies are so good, and you guys are missing out on it. Um, I don't know, man. That's that was my rant yeah, right there. Fair enough. It was, Dude, I second all of that. It's so annoying. It, it is annoying. I under, it it is annoying when people are just like, "Oh man, this movie this year was so disappointing." I was like, "Have you not seen this movie? <laughs> what <laughs> like, are you doing? Like, what what are you yeah. doing? Oh, well, I was too busy seeing this movie. Well, <laughs> you must you done messed up." Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. Um, My recommendation, you know, that was your recommendation, Greg. Go all those movies. Moonlight, Arrival, Sing Street. Guys, Manchester by the freaking sea. Check these movies out. Definitely. All right. My recommendation is going to, I'm I'm just going to echo what I said (laughs) earlier in this episode. Train Spotting is on Netflix. Highly recommend it. 
freaking dark. So be prepared. But very funny and just an excellent movie all around. And if you want to be prepared for when Train Spotting 2 comes out, this is definitely one to check out. So Train Spotting, I will say it. Ian McGregor, go. go. All right. Carlos, where can people find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cheery456. And you can also find Screenfellas all over social media, all at Screenfellas. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, YouTube, all over there. And we also have some great content on YouTube, so check that out. And don't forget about our website, Screenfellas.com, for a bunch of stuff as well. All right, guys. And you can follow me on Instagram at Cray and on Twitter at Castro Ozzy. My name on Twitter is... Winkmaster. <laughs> um, and I definitely second all of that of what Carlos said, guys. We have great content on YouTube. Bob released a video about a week ago. Yeah. Check it out. It's really funny. Um, we have great content on there. And if you guys have any questions, any topics that you guys want to email me about, my email is ozzy.castro at screenfellows.com. And check out our website. Brianna posts reviews every once in a while. I don't know how often she does it, but she does, she does really about great once reviews. or twice a week. Yeah. Once or twice a week, but she does really great in depth reviews. So if the podcast is enough, go check out the website. She does a really great job. Definitely check her out, guys. Guys, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. And actually, we just got Google Play for those of you guys who don't know. We've had it for a month now, but I feel like we should keep advertising it for those Android users who just logged in. Please rate and view the podcast on iTunes or anything that you guys use. Guys, this is Screen Fellas. Screen Fellas.